Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. What is up, beautiful people? Thank you so much for being here. We have an incredible episode for you today. We've got the man, Jay Campbell, back in the house. Uh, Since he was on the podcast quite some time ago when he was talking about TRT, he has been, um, as we said on the show before, he actually is a co-host of the Decoders of Truth podcast. Um, He is also a regular and co-creator with Rex Bear on the Leak Project. So those are two really fascinating groups. Uh, They dive into all things conspiracy and all things, well, news, truth. Um, You know, if you have... If you're wondering if there's something about like misinformation or aliens or uh, I don't know chemtrails or whatever you could think of, you go over to Decoders of Truth and you put it in there, and the group kind of lets you know like what they think, and and you have a very smart group of people. And uh, Jay is one of the leaders over there. So in this one, uh, we go a little bit beyond TRT. Although Jay Jason is going to release a new book um, because he is a human optimization expert. He is a machine. That guy is just a research phenomenon how much information he can kind of go through and disseminate and 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 pick out like the nuggets and the truth and the really important ideas is extraordinary he's a he's an actual just uh consciousness beast man he knows what he's doing and uh so i'm excited to um read his new book that's coming out um also stoked to release his podcast because we dive deep in this one um i like to you know if i'm curious about what's going on in the world jay's one of the guys i kind of send him a note and say hey man like what the heck is the deal with this and uh he'll kind of let me know he'll send me some links and i'll be able to do my own research but uh i know that he um is very well researched and very well knowledgeable in so many different areas. So in this episode, we talk about what's happening on the planet right now. We talk about the planet Nibiru. We talk about Dr. Joe's new book, Becoming Supernatural. We talk about why you can change your reality and DNA. We talk about timeline splits in the AI threat, the artificial intelligence threat. Um, we talk about the Shadow Men book, Archons, Stargates, and the Moon. Um, you know, I titled this one Truths, Conspiracies, uh, Spiritual Fitness, and Discerning the Truth, which Jay Campbell, um, that's over on YouTube if you want to check that out. So, um, yeah, it's a very fascinating episode. We definitely go deep on this one. So, uh, you should enjoy it. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. If you want to support the podcast, uh, leaving a review is super helpful. So just want to thank everybody for doing that. Um, I'm going to read one today from Retro Mestu from the UK. And it says, calling all searchers of truth. Know there's something more to life. Searching for answers? Question mark. Matt's podcast is a must listen. From only listening to half of Matt's podcast, I gained a huge amount of knowledge and thoroughly enjoyed the journey so far. Thank you, Matt. Namaste. So appreciate that review. And just even like a few simple words, it just helps the algorithms go up and all that kind of stuff. So it's a simple thing you can do to support the show. Um, Checking out our sponsors, bit.ly forward slash gamma waves is going to give you three free binaural beat gamma wave uh, inducing tracks that are epic to listen to. Uh, People that are are downloading those free tracks and then using them with the uh, lucid dreaming that I have. Uh, so if you go to mattbelair.com forward slash lucid dreaming, um, I have a free ebook and a guided meditation that'll help you lucid dream because that's the first and easiest way to experience altered states of consciousness is to be able to become conscious in your dreams. So that's why I kind of put that out there and teach you how. Um, so you can combine those things and you could also check out mattbelair.com forward slash store. Um, and there's some really cool stuff over there. My friend's stuff, I'm, I'm, I'm sampling some products right now. I'm I'm kind of like uh, a human optimization guinea pig. I'm always looking for, you know, the the next thing, the best thing, w- whatever it is in consciousness, spirituality, or, or personal development. And so um, I'll just uh, kind of share some of the stuff that uh, I enjoy and I take on the store and 
um, some affiliates of like friends like Dr. Nick's Essential Oils and the Resident Science Foundation and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, almost all of them either have a discount or something for free. So, you know, the Resident Science Foundation, you can check out the Explorers Lounge and there's tons of epic content over there um, as far as the physics side of all of this kind of stuff goes. So um, that's about it. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, for those of you guys reaching out to... Jeez. Um, for those of you guys reaching out for coaching and things like that, um, just hit me up at matt at zenathlete.com. I'm going to put something on the website that's an easier onboarding process. But uh, if you're looking to level up in 2018, um, I'm going to do basically a four, eight, and 12-week program for people um, that have kind of everyone's different, but I do have a little bit of a structure for it to help you really get clear and heart centered and making 2018, you know, a year where you are starting to make those changes in your life where you want to, you know, live more from a creation standpoint, really just level up your game, really just feel fulfilled when you wake up. Um, It is a part of a process. It's ongoing, uh, but we can really do Uh, a great deal in shifting your focus, perspective, creating a heart-centered vision, and then activating that. So if that sounds awesome to you, then just uh, hit me up at matt at zenathlete.com and uh, happy to help you out there. So that's it. Um, Before we get into it, uh, just going to invite you to come to a state of quick peace and coherence, which you can do anytime, anywhere with three deep breaths. So wherever you are, even if you're walking down the street, you can even do this with your eyes open. Even if you're driving, just stop. Set the intention to come to peace and coherence. Taking a deep breath in through your nose, imagining white, gold, and platinum crystalline, powerful source energy pulsing through you as you take in this breath. Hold that breath and just let it out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Now taking another deep breath in through your nose, imagining that light come in, and now just focus your attention on your heart because wherever you place your attention, you place your energy And just let that breath out slowly once again. And now take another deep breath in through your nose, focusing on your heart and just bring up the feeling of love and gratitude. Just one thing that you're grateful for. Maybe a friend or a family member or a pet or an experience or having a roof over your head. And as you feel this feeling of gratitude, allow that feeling to double. Double it again and double the feeling of gratitude one more time as you continue this relaxing breathing. And as you allow this feeling of gratitude to just permeate every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being and just grow and grow, I want you to send out love and gratitude to your friends, your family, to everyone who you ran into today, to your enemies, to all the people on the planet that need healing. Send love and gratitude to the entire planet, all the people doing harm, all the people who need it. And just see yourself sending this love and gratitude to every being on the planet. And see that energy go out to the solar system, past, present, and future, even even to yourself. See this energy come back tenfold, a hundredfold, a thousandfold. And just giving yourself love and gratitude, remembering that you're whole, perfect, as you are. You're complete. You're a complete, whole, balanced, wonderful being just as you are. So thank you so much for listening. Let's get into part one with Jay Campbell. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Master Mind, Body, and Spirit Show. I am your host, Matt Belair. Today's guest is the Amazon best-selling author of the Definitive Testosterone Replacement Therapy Manual: How to Optimize Your Testosterone for Lifelong Health and Happiness. He is also the founder of TRTRevolution.com and the TRT Revolution Podcast. He is also a former champion male physique competitor and co-founder of FabFitOver40.com, the number one site on the web for Fit Over 40 information. Welcome back to the show, my friend, the man, Jay Campbell. What's up, brother? What's up, Matt? How are you, brother? Thank you so much for having me on today, man. It's a, always a blessing to as you uh, We're very excited today to group um, the Dakotas of Truth. So, hey, everybody, um, thanks Thanks for uh, watching, for those of you who are watching live, and then for those of you guys on the replay. And honestly, today, Matt and I are going to really make this back and forth. This isn't going to be just so much about interview with me, but I'll be interviewing him because he just came back from Egypt. So we have amazing stuff to talk about. So, man, I'll send it back over to you. 
Yeah, man. It's, it's always good to see you. And, you know, even just reading the bio, the last time you came on, um, you know, I was just getting to know you, you know, and our friendships kind of blossomed from there. And, you know, we talked about really deep stuff being on, you know, your show and you didn't talk about decoders of truth, you know, the leak project and, and you're really at the forefront of a, of what is going on on the planet as far as, you know, what is real, what, when they talk about the veil being lifted and the awakening, it's about information and it's, you're basically in a confusion. That's what Maya is. You're confused because you believe one thing right. could be Santa Claus is real, which I almost ruined for a little girl my, the other day by accident. Um, and it's so close. Uh, luckily my friend's mom was like, don't say it. I was like, Oh God, that was close. Um, but that's what this veil is being lifted. Right. And so I'm so grateful to have found you and your work and, the amount of stuff you read and the people you talk to is phenomenal. So, you know, I guess for somebody, you know, that's coming in from my audience over to coders of truth, you guys are next level. I love coming in there. I can sort out what's going on from your perspective and all these guests. Can you like summarize a little bit of how you things, how you see things are going, you know, do you th see things going in a positive route? Although it's getting a little bit mischievous, like where are you at with, with that whole big picture scenario? So my thoughts probably change by the week. Um, it's a great question. It's really the only question that needs to be asked, honestly, in the world right now. Um, I'd like to say, just to take a step back from a big picture angle, because it's such a powerful question. It's so powerful that about two weeks ago, and I hope Daniel Kelly is watching this, or I know he'll watch it in the rerun, but he might be watching it live from the UK right now. You know, he's a good friend of mine. I, I personally mentor him. He's like becoming one of the biggest names in the um, optimization space in Europe for guys under 35. Brilliant dude. But we decided that we were going to put a master thesis book together sometime in 2018. Now, obviously, I got to get through the book that I'm in right now, and it's going to take a little bit of time. But we, what we want to do, Matt, and I think this is going to be big, you know, and obviously you'll be involved, too, because when I tell you what we're going to do, you're going to want to be involved. But we want to interview like the best esoteric authors. In the history of mankind, obviously, some that are alive today and then some that are probably you know, posthumously dead, people that are involved in there pushing their works on Amazon and all that stuff. So what we want to do is like grab a, a working you know, a thesis or a narrative of all of the greatest researchers. And then from their narratives and their mythologies or mythoses, we're going to just draft our own and, work, and kind of work our own like working narrative of what's going on on planet Earth today. So I think... I think the book will absolutely be a mind blower. I think it'll be a spectacular like work and achievement to get all these great minds in a way that we can kind of like collate their, their beliefs and their brains and then put it all into like one working master document. Um, and I, and I plan on obviously interviewing you, a lot of people, writers, podcasts, and then just, like I said, just, you know, collate all that information and put it into one thesis. But to your question, I honestly do think good things are happening. I'm everyone who knows me believes that or knows that I'm for the most part, pretty much a half glass, half empty guy. Cause I like to be prepared. You know, I mean, I always look at things from a positive standpoint. I know that the only thing that matters on this planet is, you know, is love, but there's a lot of bad stuff going on on this planet. And there has been for a long time, you know, centuries is not a long enough time probably. So from what I'm seeing, what, my ears to the ground, the people I interview, the people there's, you know, there's some amazing accounts on Twitter that drop just knowledge bombs about like what's going on behind the scenes. But I really honestly do believe that whatever dark forces have been owning this planet for so long are on the way out. And there's just too many reports, you know, from, from so many different areas and we don't have to name names. Um, you know, we could say David Wilcock and his group, but there's, there's just a lot of people behind the scenes that are just talking about how goodness is starting to overcome darkness. And so, you know, the, the great philosophers, the great wisdom teachers, the great, you know, esoteric um, researchers and, 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 uh, and writers always have said, and it's always been, you know, spoken like this, that there's always darkness before dawn. I do believe that the, the bad guys, whoever they may be, and you know that's not even probably worth the discussion here today. I mean, we could go down that rabbit hole if we wanted to. I think they got probably a couple of you know tricks up their sleeve, and what that might be, I don't know. I mean, I've been reading a lot in the last couple of weeks, really the last four days. Um, I we'll talk about my book in a minute, but I'm I've been winding down, getting to the end, so I've had some time to you know, read for enjoyment. And there's still a lot of people out there that say that Nibiru is coming. 
And it's really weird because it's actually in like large scale, non-Western media um, disseminators. And they're talking about like changes on the earth, like geodidetic changes, volcanoes, hurricanes, earthquakes, a lot of shifting. And, 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 and some of these people that are pointing it out are saying like, well, look, this is all saying, this is all disguise, you know, the way they're wording things about how things are happening on the planet. But really what it is, is that this, you know, inbound, whatever it is, brown dwarf star, again, there's a million names for it, is still coming and it's still going to disturb the, um, you know, everything, you know, obviously our balance in the universe and stuff like that and our magnetic spin and all these things. And, you know, obviously our gravitational field and it's going to cause massive chaos and maybe death and, you know, changing and tidal waves and all the different things that would happen geodidetically. But I don't really know, dude. I do think though, that this is a good movement. I hate labeling people like Trump and politicians and stuff from what we're seeing right now, but it does seem like there are people or maybe beings, you know, behind the scenes that are up to good. That's, that's my, that's my current belief right now. Awesome, man. It's a great share. Thank you. Well, it opened up a lot for me because, you know, I, I watched the one with you, Gerald, Matt, and you guys were talking about all these different things. I've heard about Nibiru coming. And so, you know, I, and I've heard on the other side from my friend, Sandra Walter, who is like this multidimensional woman, you know, she lives at Mount Shasta for months of the year, you know, in meditative states, you know, connecting with ETs and stuff like that. And she's like, there's nothing to worry about anymore. There was, but she talked to me on a personal call on the phone because I'm helping her with some stuff. And she said, you got to watch out for the AI. And so this is just computer and stuff like that. She's like, that exists. They're trying, but there's more benevolent forces. So then you've got the conditioning. One of the things that I consider going down the rabbit holes is how mother effing good the conditioning is. I'm like, right. is this is this real or is this like another setup? And then I'm super right. confident in this. And then all of a sudden I've chosen wrong, which is stressful. It's a bummer to think about. So where I'm at with it for me personally is that, you know, one of the things people will, will need to accept is disclosure of, of other external forces of ET. So decoders of truth does not have a problem with that. Some people it's going to be real painful and most people do. Right. Yeah. Right. So we're, we're past that. It's like, it's coming now. One of the things that I've been hearing, and I don't know if you guys touch on this is timeline shifts. So yeah. one Mandela effect, right? Yeah. The collective consciousness we we can agree that it's affecting it as people are thinking things we're we're creating a reality as a collective um and then so how do you feel about the possibility of it like fractaling into almost like a new earth paradigm of like jay campbell and every individual has the right to create their own reality although there can be any realities which exist now today right you could be in the army and at war that would be intense that would be a very intense experience so me snowboarding in whistler is a very different experience right, right. through my own choice so do you see that kind of thing happening where maybe they exist and we have now the choice to move with a little bit more sovereignty a little bit more freedom and cooperation to to build a better planet I think it's a great question. Uh, both your questions have been amazing. I mean, I can kind of harken back to the podcast I did with Shane Bales, who's also in the group, you know, who's a brilliant guy and he's from like the special projects and the research projects and stuff. So he's been like, you know, like the my labs and all this like dark black, you know, horrible stuff that's been going on for a long time, probably in the last 60 or 70 years. And so he knows a lot about what's going on in the world, but that's what his, his prediction is, is that literally like the species on planet earth are going to diverge and we're going to have two parallel um, life streams. We're going to have the people that say, chip me, I'll take the AI, wire it into my eyeballs of my brain. And then there's going to be the people, you know, that choose the, you know, human, you know, root yourself in Gaia, stay sovereign to Mother Earth, you know, those folks, which is probably people like you and me. Um, and that there may be literally two parallel, you know, human civilizations, and, and that's, that's maybe where we're going. Um, but, you know, as far as to like what you're saying, I mean, they have no question. And this is crazy that I admit this because I'm writing about this in my book right now. Um, but we can change our DNA. Okay. There's an amazing book that just came out by Dr. Joseph D, uh, Dr. Joe Dispizenza. And I can't think of the name of the book. Uh, Becoming Supernatural. That's the name of the book. Absolutely. He wrote a new one? Joe Dispenza? It's his new, yeah, it's his new book. Dude, it's it's, it's, I mean, I'm, I've already read it and I'm reading it the second time because it's one of the most powerful books. It's honestly, 
every single person who watches this podcast has to purchase that book and read it as soon as possible. That's how impactful that book is. I've actually given that book to some people that are completely asleep, you know, mainstream news, you know, provocateurs, and they've read it and they're like, wow, you know, because I mean, Joe is really a non-woo-woo guy. He doesn't come from the world that you and I exist in. He comes from the real hardcore science mainstream academia. And he's like now gone down this path and he's basically taking that approach of the mainstream academic science approach and seeing, you know, the world that we understand, which is obviously the quantum world and merging them into a way that like anyone who has no awake, you know, who's not awakened, who's not, whose soul is not evolved and can understand it. And so that's why I say like, if, you know, if you're, I always call him a baby, a baby seeker. If you're a baby seeker, you should be reading this book because he's talking about concepts that anyone can understand and follow. And he makes it so easy to understand because he makes it so relatable. But anyway, the book is fantastic. Um, but 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 he proves literally um, it's not theoretical. It's physio physiological that we are changing our DNA, that we can program our minds and obviously our feelings in our emotional centers, you know, our energy centers in our body. And he talks about all three of them. And obviously we could go down the chakra level stuff too, but that you can reprogram your DNA. You know, you don't have to be born a certain way. You know, I'll, I'll use like, you know, in a fitness standpoint, you know, someone who's programmed to be endomorphic, which is, you know, slow metabolism, insulin sensitive and fat. You don't have to be that way. You can choose through environmental, you know, conditioning, changing your diet, changing your exercise and your movement patterns to be, you know, like you and me and, and, and be lean and healthy and, and in great shape. So there's, there's this whole, like, you know, you're born a certain way and you live that way forever. We have to get rid of that mindset. And honestly, I was taught that mindset. I mean, I'm, as you know, man, I'm, I'm a man of science. I mean, I have a science background, all my stuff that I write and I research is like heavily science-based. And so I've always been like, well, no, it's empirical. It's rational. You know, it's, it's, you know, I have to see it. I have to observe it. But now I realize it's not that way that we literally have the ability to change and to manipulate our DNA. It's just through the power of our belief. How strong is your belief? That's incredible, man. That's, that's so good. Well, I love that you do, uh, brought up Dr. Joe Dispenza. So I did his uh, progressive, which to do that, you needed to do like a, I think it was like a 15 or 20 hour online course, did that, did a three day progressive. And then I did a five day <laughs> advance with him. And basically awesome. what you're doing is meditating all day. The, and, you know, and the final day he does a Kundalini activation where you're, you're, you're pulsing the energy center, um, you know, and what he's doing is recording with EEG scans. So people are having spontaneous healings. And this is like my road was an athlete yeah. where I've taught a, an athlete to do a trick that's never been done before, you know, and it was the same principle. He's like, I fell on a front flip and I want to land that front flip. And I, and so after we did about an hour call, um, I was like, okay, dude, your mental game is fine. What you're going to do is you're going to visualize that trick an hour a day, every day until you know, you can land it. Two weeks later, he lands a front flip on a motorcycle. Two yeah. weeks after that, he lands the world's first front flip, uh, heel clicker on a motorcycle. Two weeks after that, or three weeks after that, um, he lands the world's first front flip Superman on a motorcycle without practicing it once. A front flip Superman. Wait, this is the guy that was in your book, right? You talked about it in your book, right? Yeah. 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 So so that element is step one. So step two is Dr. Joe Dispenza, you're coming in there, you have a terminal illness. I'm gonna right. die of cancer. Joe looks you right in the face and says, You don't that doesn't need to be a reality if you choose it not to be. Right. Sit your butt in meditation observe that reality, call it forth. And you're changing your DNA from the inside out. You're changing your reality inside out and you're becoming a creator of your reality. So for me, when I'm teaching or, or talking, my whole thing is like, what's that infinite reality that's so good you would work your life towards? You know, what's right. that thing that's like, cool. oh my God. And that's what you put in every single day. And so he's bringing the science out, which is amazing. I actually didn't know he had a, a new book. So I'm yeah, super. It just came out literally. It, it, I mean, I, I got like a preview release. So one of my friends was like, look, it's so funny that I didn't know you knew him. But anyway, isn't it funny how the circles, there's no coincidences, right? But literally like about six weeks ago, one of my friends who knew I was writing this book um, and, and, and I have, and you haven't, you don't know about the chefs. So I'll just let you know right now, but dude, I, this book has a huge chapter on spiritual fitness. So I'll nice. send it, I'll send you some of the stuff, but a lot of what you wrote in your book at the beginning of the year that I read, I based my, like my brain 
I, I took a lot of your information as far as like what you have it, the way you structure it in your book. Cause I said, your book is an amazing book. And I was Thanks, like, man. okay, well I this is a book on hormone optimization for men and women, but how do I get spiritual fitness in it? Because it's so central to our lives living in this crazy matrix. Right. So I took the way you did your book and I just collated it and you'll see it, but it's just, it's, it's only in chapter 16. It's about fitness and it's the end of the section. And I even say like, many of you are going to read this book and you're going to get to this point. You're going to be like blown away at how amazing it is on all the things we talk about. But now I'm going to let you know who Jay Campbell really is. So if you don't want to keep reading, skip to chapter 17, but you know, read through here and it's very powerful stuff. I mean, I'll, I'll, you'll see it. But I mean, obviously I had people like you who have seen it and they're like, wow, you're really going to put this in this book? And I'm like, I am, because it's, it's who I am. But but the reality is, is J- Joe is proven that you can change your DNA. And I wanted to just make a point because, dude, I am the product of changing DNA. Okay, everybody knows my story. You know my story. But I mean, literally five years ago, I was in a jail cell. Okay. And now look at me. This is all conscious manifestation. Okay. I lost my wife, my house, my kids, my job. My kids were kidnapped from me. I was in jail, faced with all these charges, multiple felonies. And here I am now five years later. And this is all a process of conscious visualization and manifestation of seeing what I wanted and not stopping to not get what I wanted. Like this has just been literally a projection of who I want to be and that I don't allow haters. I don't allow, you know, low conscious stuff. I just, I do. It's like, I, you know, people ask me all the time, like, dude, how do you do all that you do? You know, I've never seen a person that sends out so much, so much, you know, content and produces content and does all these things and so active and involved in, you know, affairs and community events and all these things. And I just say, you know what, dude, I wake up every morning and I choose to do, I'm a man of action. I don't sit there and say, I'm going to do this, or I'll try to do this, or I might do this. I just do it. I don't always succeed. But anyway, I just, I wanted to make that point because what you're saying about changing the DNA, we're all capable of this. How bad do you really truly want to do it? And then how fast can you actually put a plan together and follow it? Amazing, man. I, yeah, I love that you added that in there. And, I, and I'm so excited for you to, to add the who I really am, because, you know, the one thing that I wanted to share with people is that you are a beast when it comes to reading and research. It's ludicrous. I'm still working through the life and teachings of the master of the Far East. I did get through almost Nassim's whole resonance program. I just have a little bit more to go. I got through Sandra Walter's Ascension Path, which is like meditations and things. And I got through a 920 breath decoding AI thing. I don't even know what it is or what I'm doing. It's, That's it's awesome. I, I, so I'm, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I have massive respect for when you like, Hey, read this book, read it. And so now where I think we're entering to interestingly is like, okay, we've got the science aspect, but then there's a spiritual aspect. So for me, it's like Zen athlete. Okay. Do you want to be the best athlete? Look, come, come here and I'll show you the tools to do it. Right. right. Visualization, these processes, these work. You can't argue. Same with when you're doing fitness, you give them a plan, yeah. they execute it. But the spiritual spiritual sense is, you know, you get existence as a human, exactly. you know. And how do you have the most wonderful, joyous, uh, expansive experience? So what matters, right? And so you can kind of get, I think in the past, we've been really locked into fear. Um, and like, this is the way it's got to be. And right. all that kind of, that kind of just mentality. And if you can't see it, you don't believe it because right. people are trying to trick you. So you're worried right. about getting tricked, right? Things like that. So where I want to kind of to go with this is because on your recommendation, I've been reading the life and teachings of the masters of the Far East. I've been referencing it over and over. Amazing. And I'm, and I met the part in the book in four, where it's talking about how the masters manifest through word, just word. Yes. And then they talk about essentially what they're saying is that when Jesus did it, or these ascended masters did it, it was, they put the word first, but they put like the spirit of the world, like God or mm-hmm. nature or source. I am, I am that yeah. I am. Right. So it's not like Jesus didn't go, no, Jesus, I did this. He's like, no, I grabbed God, the source, the all divine principle and put that forward. Yep. So I was just wondering um, if you wanted to speak on just, where you are, because when, when I look at Dr. Joe Dispenza's stuff and people having miracles, I had Coop Blackson on, his dad. I don't know if you know who he is. He's been on my podcast twice. His In their, our first podcast, right? So tell me a bit about yourself. I didn't know him. He's like, yeah, my dad was the uh, healing man in Africa or Ghana or something. And he would wow. heal people of uh, blindness, of all these things. Wow all the time and he just glazed over I was like wait 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 a second bud back up talk about that 
Yeah. And for him, he said it wasn't weird because he was a kid. He didn't know any different. And I asked him how, and he goes, his dad said he never did it. He held the divine principle. So I'm just curious on, on your, your perspective of going down. Okay. Hold on. ETs, darkness, manipulation. This is all in the mind, right? And it's a lot of mental and, and systematic suppression and then we could go into archons and all kinds of crazy stuff but then we've got the divine side of like the god the oneness we are all that and now we're creating with this divine principle i was just curious your thoughts on creating a connection with some sort of like divine principle using everything that we've learned because it's a matter of focus i think right so be aware of your own delusions but once we can connect to this bigger thing and we can get into the dr joe dispenza realms and manifestation realms and like you and your family now like you got beautiful kids you got a beautiful wife you know that was you getting clear and that shit matters to you right and now you're in it and now you're at a high vibe where this thing doesn't matter as much where before you're you know scattered and in pain and it starts with that vision but i'm just wondering if you can add to that rant if there's even a no no no, i can i mean i mean well i mean there's a lot there so um So this is just my personal opinion and my personal belief. I don't feel from what I've experienced in my life from where I've been in the last like 20 years, 18 years. um, I really do look at my life before 30 and after 30. Um, But I don't really feel that most men, women, or really anyone of this truly understand consciously aware until you really do hit rock bottom, right? There has to be something in your life that happens to you that makes you really start guessing or excuse me, second guessing the nature of existence. Okay. I don't think now you're, you're, you know, you're kind of a star seed, you know, at your age to be, to have your soul's, you know, awareness. You're, you're obviously a rare bird, but there are a lot of guys now I'm finding like you, you know, in their early thirties, who I'm actually now mentoring and stuff like that too, who are like you, who are very aware. So there are a lot more people like you, but I just like, cause everybody knows my story. I didn't become aware, Matt, until I was like, I mean, I've always been a seeker, but I never um, was as aware of like what is and what's important about love and, and all that stuff until literally I hit rock bottom. Like I had to hit rock bottom. I had to be in that jail cell, in my opinion. Um, and I had to have all these things happen to me to truly like grasp, the potential, you know, and we all, and that's, what's really weird is a lot of people think like, you know, they'll watch me and you and they'll be like, Oh, I'm not like those guys. Wow. They have such amazing personalities or they're charismatic or blah, blah, blah. But everyone is capable of this. This is not something that like, Oh, me and Matt have a gift. We can go on camera and we can talk. No, this is a will to want to do this. And if you have that, anyone can do this. You just have to just be free. You know, there's some really smart mentors of mine have always told me that like 90% of people are observers, 10% are doers. So why can't you become, if you are an observer right now and you've been an observer your whole life, well, why can't you be one of the doers? You can, there's nothing holding anyone back from, from doing. But going back to your question, like it's, it's so, to me, and again, it's obviously it's my opinion, but it's so critical, okay, to recognize that there's only two things in life, okay? There's fear and there's love. And when you operate out of your heart chakra, and everything that you do and you try to serve other people, there's no possible way that you're going to have a bad life. It's impossible. There's just no way the way the source creator has created the, the, the life field or stream that we exist in, regardless of the dimension, because right, we're in 3D. This is the matter realm. And the matter realm is probably run by bad people or bad, bad, bad beings, bad entities, right? But it doesn't matter because if you are working and, and, and allowing your heart chakra to be your focal or your foci, that is what allows you in life to just literally continue to achieve, to serve other people, to continue to just do better and better, grow, have more abundance come into your life. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I, I know this because this is the choice that I made five years ago. I chose, I choose to stop judgment. And and again, there's always ego. We live in the matter world. The ego comes in every now and then, but if you try to like catch it and and, change your state, when you become egoic, you just, your life just changes so much. And again, I just, I hearken back to my own personal existence and looking at what's happened to me in the last three or four years. And this has all just been a product of me choosing to not worry, to not be fearful, to just do, to have a vision to, to work with my heart chakra, to help other people whenever I could, to not be concerned about money, 
Now, I know we all have to pay our bills and this is the money magic system, but if you're focused on making money, it's going to block, you know, because like, you know, my great wife always says that what you resist persists, right? So you have to drop the resistance. You have to come from the heart chakra. If you live your life from the heart chakra and everything that you do, and again, your focus is on serving others, there's no possible way that your life is going to suck. Now, one other thing to say that, because a lot of people say to me, well, that's not true because so-and-so died you know, or, you know, I had this happen to me. Okay. Well, look, and this is also in my book. The true gift of life is the contrast. The struggle is what makes men and women become Superman and women. Okay. So resisting when you have bad things happen to you is only going to make it worse and potentially other bad things are going to happen to you. So just let it go. Okay. This happened to me. My mom died. My wife got killed in a car accident. I lost my son, whatever. They're all horrible things, but don't resist them. Don't let those become a stain like on your soul, preventing you from, you know, the abundance that life can now give you because I have learned it's so true. Like I talked about, you know, you have to hit rock bottom. You have to have bad things happen to you. When those things do happen to you, those are, those are your greatest gift because if you learn from those and propel forward from that, Anything is possible because that's when you're changing your DNA. Just like um, Dr. Joe says in the book, he talks about, this is crazy, by the way. He talks about that 85% of people by the time they're 25 are going to live the rest of their life the exact same way. They're going to have the exact same program feelings. They're going to feel and do and think the same thing. They're going to be 60 and they're going to feel the same thing and thought and feeling that they did when they were 25 because they don't know how to change their reality. They don't know how to like have these bad things happen to them. And instead of reacting, be proactive around these bad things and embrace life and go beyond and take chances and risks and blah, blah, blah. So it's, again, it's a fascinating book. I highly recommend, but that's the key. The key is when bad things happen to you to not worry about them and let them define you. It's to use them to propel forward. Amazing brother, man. Yeah. You dropped a lot of, a lot of epic knowledge in there. Nice. Um, yeah, let me just process that for a second. Cause, uh, you know, the fear, the fear to love thing for me is, is huge. You know, what, what you're touching on is it's basically fundamental operating systems. You know, one of them for me, I might've said on your show before, but enlightenment is two things. Number one, 100% responsibility for every single thing that has ever happened or will happen to you. Yep. Um, two, you go from service to self to service to other. And if you can just kind of think, you know, and then there's also, you know, in the, the awareness of you serve yourself too, like you, you know, serving yourself is serving other. That just means like, if you like crafting, just craft away because that brings you joy. And then you'll figure out a way, how do I serve others through my joy? Right. So it's this perfect synergy where everything's working together. And, you know, if you just think about it from, from a big scale nature perspective, if you're in a part of something bigger, you're looking to improve your surroundings. Well, don't you think like a universal source is going to be helping you, you know, whether it's nature or whatever, it's on your side, but we're so programmed on the fear base where we can't open up our receiving valves, right? Because we're afraid that if we can't pay our bills, then we're not going to eat and we're going to die. That's a real fear. That's yeah. frustrating. And then also you look at the news and everybody's going to shoot you in the face, especially if you're in the, I'm in Canada. So maybe somebody shoot a hockey puck at me. So I'm fine, but <laughs> you guys got to watch out for everything over there. Every time I come over, like, Oh God, you know, lock your doors, run away. It's like, no, come no, on, no. dude. And so, but in that, in that loving space, that literally starts to shift your reality. And you can attest to this, that it's not that, um, it's easy, you know, people like, Oh, how do you do that? If anything, it's, it's even sometimes more challenging, but you know, it's the way that you want to live and you're more fulfilled within yourself, knowing that you're contributing in the way that you want to contribute. You're honoring yourself and your life experience. And if you start acting in that way, everything around you is going to change the people, um, the one thing I want to add, though, just for people listening for clarity, you don't I don't think you have to hit rock bottom. I think that rock bottom is a gift because exactly. the way that I say it is like yeah. your alignment between you and source is your highest vision. I would your agree highest, truest, loving vision of how you want to contribute is like a straight line of non-resistance. Right. Just floating through life like a fairy on the crowd. Now, when you want to mess with life and go over here to do stupid things, it starts to create a tension, right. Right. tension, tension. And if you're not listening, you're not listening, you're not listening. 
all of a sudden the cord snaps it it destroy it maybe you lose your job right you lost yeah. your job and you were a millionaire now you're at the bottom so now it's like hey you weren't getting the message right you you did you could have done the easy way you didn't want it right. right and so then boom but then what you're saying is all of these challenges as opportunities right right and so in the Zen athlete, one of the things that I want to teach kids is that, you know, it's three fundamentals. You're taking a basketball shot, clear your mind. Somebody who can clear their mind and cannot clear their mind, it's a fundamental difference in consciousness. Absolutely. Step number two, visualize what you want. Visualize the shot going in. So this means you get to create your reality through your own conscious effort. Mm -hmm. Step three, you miss the shot. What's the most powerful and positive perspective you can have in that situation? You're walking down the street. Somebody says, Matt, their podcast sucks and your beard is ridiculous. It's hurtful. What's the most powerful and positive perspective I can have in that situation? And if we can navigate our reality like that, right, that's a whole frame of how we're moving forward, how we're thinking, how we're collaborating, how we see other people. So well, I mean, no, I, I, I agree hundred percent. I'm glad you correct me on that because it is true. Um, you, you, it's all, so life is about resistance. Like I, I just did a reading, Monica and I did a reading with somebody that actually met us in this uh, decoders of truth a long time ago. And I just kind of forgotten about her. And I was on Twitter the other day and I just clicked on one of her, her tweets and it took her to her website and she was talking about twin flames and she's very, very knowledgeable, like incredible, um, deep, deep resonation. And so anyway, I sent her a message. It was like, Hey, you know, you wrote about twin flames, you know, my wife and I, I would love to get a reading from you. So to make a long story short, she read for Monica on Monday night this past week and, and gave her some profound wisdom. I mean, this woman is definitely connected. I mean, and, and you know, she markets herself as a, um, a, a psychic uh, clairvoyant. So she literally has the ability to, you know, read cards and talk to you and, and really see you. And after now, after spending an hour and a half with her yesterday on the phone, she's incredible. But she said, which I thought was like so profound is that, you know, she agrees, obviously what matters is love, right? Like if, like if, 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 if another person asks you, what's the most important thing to do or what's the most important thing to you in your life, your answer, if you're truly aware should always be, I want to be loved and I want to give love, right? Like that should be number one. I mean, obviously there's other little, you know, tertiary things, a part of that, but that should always be as a human being, if you're truly in service to others, that's really what you should want to be. Cause that's our greatest conscious co-expression, especially when we die, when our soul goes on to wherever it's going to go, that love is resonating in soul. That's the one thing you take with you. You don't take your cars, you don't take your money, you don't take your things. But, um, so one thing she said to me that was my issue is that she says, you know, You've, you, you've got a lot of amazing things going on in your life. Your wife loves you. You love your wife. You guys have all this great stuff. You're truly twin flames. But you, I'm reading your cards, and you still have a very powerful egoic attachment. And I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there going like, what are you talking about? You know, like, what am I attached to? She's like, I don't know. She's like, but that's on you to find out. So I, I thought long and hard about that. And the truth is, is that all of us, to truly become like one with source, one with our soul, to truly know our inner being, you have to have no attachments. Like literally you have to go through life with the whole, you know, the axiom that you have written about in your book, you know, is the, is that so Taoist philosophy? Like you really truly do have to be able to react to anything that happens to you in your life, right? You get struck by a bolt of lightning. You win a $10 million, you know, lottery. It's got to be the same smooth, calm, no attachment to the outcome reaction. And once you can literally do that, that's almost, and I, and I struggle to say this, but that's Christ consciousness. Like that's literally going through life completely unoblivious to negativity, to fear, and just having a constant, like, you know, you're just like this, you're just even keel and you don't have any attachment. And I, I really feel that probably 98 to 99% of humans, that's our biggest issue. We still have attachment. There's some expectation for what we do. And again, you can be an amazing human being, you know, always in service to others. But if you have attachment to things, that's going to be that one thing that's going to always hold you back from truly, you know, attaining spiritual enlightenment. And, and so anyway, when she told me that it was, I was very resistant to that, but then thinking about it yesterday, it was like, well, what would it be? And then I started thinking about all these different things. And there's just, you know, being in the material world, being a 3d physical meat modem, it's hard to get rid of it. Right. I mean, but
there's, you know, amazing yogis and there's, you know, ascended masters, you know, like that you're reading about, you know, that's those people, they've, they've gotten rid of it. There's no attachment for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a really great point. Well, in Zen, that's one of the main fundamentals, you know, it's, it's, it's everywhere in the highest level of spiritual teachings, non-attachment. Now it's challenging and obviously, right. Um, and one of the ways that I would, that I would say, you know, for me with the Zen athlete book, you know, it'd be like, okay, wrote the book. I'd like 10,000 sales, right. Did I, exactly. was I near that? Nah, not even close. Um, but it's, it's setting a goal, but not saying my self-worth is on the line, right? right? Like I'm putting this out there the best I can. And when an interaction comes, if everything outside of you is, so it's you, you're the state, you control this thing, you control your mind, your body, and it's your vibration. And that's when we go into the dark side of things, which you guys are talking about a lot is like the archons and things like that. Look out. Well, then as I watch this TV and I watch the news and I listen to this person, as I'm understanding the information, my body begins to be fearful because it just said that the guy next door is going to murder me. So now my body is, is not in a coherent state. Right. Because I'd let this come in and now, so everything outside of me is consistently messing with my vibration, with my coherence, rather than the other way around. Exactly. And that is self-mastery. That is getting into Christ consciousness. And this also doesn't mean that it doesn't ever happen. Like Yogananda, for example, right. he had it. But when they started messing with him and they said he was like touching, they said there's some sort of sexual thing going on with one of the yeah. guys. <laughs> Yogananda is hurt. He's sad. You know what I mean? He struggled too. And he was a master because he's in it, but he didn't stay in it. And, and he moved through it. He didn't say this didn't happen. And I didn't feel this. I'm human. And I'm sad because I'm trying to help people. Now people are effing with me, you know, and now the message isn't getting out there and it's tainting it. That's I'm sad. That's fine. Well, but, you well, know, dude, I, I have a good explanation for this. Like, I, you know, I, when you're in 3d matter form, like we are right now, it's all, it's, it, it, it's going to happen. There's, there's just no way intermingling with humans and, you know, going out into big cities and, and unless you, you know, live in a solitary existence in the wild where there's literally no contaminants, there's no endocrine disrupting chemicals. There's, you know, you're just literally in like a preserved natural scenic area where there's no life for hundreds of miles. Other than that, it's impossible. And, 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 and I hate to say this because, you know, this, will piss people off, not the people that watch our shows most likely, but most people. But if you're watching the content that's coming from the matrix, the news, television, TV shows, even going on like popular internet websites, this is the stuff that comes into your brain that like you just said, literally pollutes your consciousness. And as soon as your consciousness gets polluted, Fear happens, and then you got archons sitting right on your shoulder, ready to feed off of you at the first sign of you panicking, worrying, like you, you know, you said, can't pay my bill. You know, it just it, it, it and then it's and then it spirals and then it snowballs, and then you're in a situation where it's like, dude, you're literally being fed by you know, fed off by archons. I mean, like, you know, Monica, and I gotta go back to Dr. Joe D, but like. It's so true. How many do how many people do we know, Matt, in our lives that when you meet them, all they ever do is talk about worry and fear. And they're literally anxiety riddled. They just have nothing but anxiety. And so it's like you're literally like a feeding frenzy for whatever these beings are that exist in this three-dimensional universe who feed off of like paranoia and fear, and negativity, and anxiousness, and angst, and, 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 and it's, and like, how many of these people, the two that we see, they live their whole lives like that, like Monica's mom, she used to say, Monica, if you care, you worry, now imagine if you live your whole life, literally thinking that is your mantra, that you have to worry to care about people, now this is, this, where I'm going with this is, this is what religion does to people, all of these human earth-based religions, and again, I'm not going to call out one over the other. They're all the same, okay? They have a redeemer complex. You have to live your life in this pious, don't sin, you know, subservient to Santa Claus in the sky. And, 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 then, and then only then 
do you get to go into the pearly gates? I mean, that is what causes all these people to be fearful. Like literally, if you were going to put a gun to my head right now and say, well, what causes more fear than anything else in, in the world? I would say religion. And, and then from religion, you have the same hierarchy, politics, the media, the fake news, all it just, it just one step, 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 step after. So, I mean, I'm saying all this because it goes back to what you say in your book. It goes back to what I'm going to be saying in my book, what I've always said, you have to remove yourself from the mainstream. You cannot be attached to the outcome of your friends, your family, all the people that are, you know, normies who are into that. You can't be attached to them judging you when you when you pull yourself out. But pulling yourself out is your only chance at truly seeking a better path where you don't have fear ruling your life. Because, I, I mean, there's no question, dude, if you read the newspaper, if you watch the news in the morning and watch the news at night, you are being preyed on and literally food for archons. That is not that's not me just making up a conspiracy story. That is a fact. All you have to do is read at any level and you know that these beings exist in this dimension and that is how they survive. And there are people out there way smarter than me that have actually said that the whole reincarnation, con you know, um, uh, cycle that they've created technology, that that's how they harness harvest and harness souls. That when you die, they now have all these tricks and stuff that goes on, you know, come into the light or come meet your grandma or whatever who's dead, you know, and then boom, your meat modem, you're pushed right back into another thing. And then they're feeding off of your fear and, 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 and all the negative shit that comes from childbirth and the pain and suffering of the woman and the mom and all that stuff. So it's just, it's, it's crazy to think about that. But I mean, like while you're alive and you're here and you're watching this show and you're listening to this, you have to make a conscious choice to remove yourself from the mainstream. And however that may be, your church, watching television, dealing with people that are like, you know, hooked into like political movements and stuff like that. Anything that is part of the mainstream, if you don't remove yourself from it, you're food for archons. It's as simple as that. Yep, man. Yeah, 100% agree with that. You know, for my audience, the decoders, of the truth is like, yeah, we know that, you know, from from my audience, just to share, you know, my perspective is like, you know, we only perceive a small amount of the light spectrum. Yeah. Now, when I go into a deep meditative state, or I lucid dream, or I have an ayahuasca experience, it is you know it's out there. So beyond like this 3d that you know that this is some sort of messed up some something is happening. And so the archons, essentially, there's a, a ton of group of people and myself included believe that we're living in a system that kind of feeds these lower level entities yeah. um, that feed off energy. Yeah. And the energy is fear because your body is emoting. It is releasing energy. If you go into like a room of people that just got traumatized by oh, war or something, horrible. you would feel it and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and now you go into the most beautiful, high vibe, loving environment. You know, you don't know anybody, but they're like, welcome, you know, maybe yeah. Burning Man, you get a nice yeah. camp, like, come on in. It feels amazing. Yeah. So there's these levels of energy. But the ultimate understanding is that what this can allow you to do is how do you feel from moment to moment each day? And if you're feeling fearful, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling scared, it's probably because you're looking at your external environment. You got to start sorting some stuff out. So one practical thing you can do is get your butt to nature, start getting around like community is everything, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the Dakota is the truth. I had to, you know, send you a message because, you know, I posted a Nassim thing and somebody's like, oh, Nassim here means like full of crap. And I was like, and then he said he's in the Dakotas of Truth. I was like, is this true? Like, is he full of crap? I don't know. I was like, I didn't think so. I just, yeah, right. And he wasn't even in Dakotas of Truth. But I, but I had to think, I was like, oh, interesting, because it's a group that I respect. And because it's not about shutting you down and you're a moron. It's right. like, here's some other information. We're all doing the best we can. But does this piece of information help you live a better life. And this is kind of where I wanted to go with the side tangent, because there is, when I got into the conspiracy stuff, it was about how do we stop war, sort of that out. Then you, then I got into the Illuminati, obviously, then the bloodlines and then the Kings and Queens and then money. And, and then, you know, then I got to reptilians and then I stopped because that was too much. But now, <laughs> because, yeah, like I've already, my friends already think of a nut. I'm not going there. Um, then, you know, a few, a few years later, ayahuasca, some direct experiences, you know, continuing expanding consciousness. Now it's levels of ETs, aliens, dimensions, right. thing, my own experience navigating it. But that source spark, we're all a part of this, you know, 
creator. So I think that kind of where I wanted to go with it, you know, the Decoders of Truth is is really powerful group for looking at it. And then at the same time, with that contrast, we can start looking at, well, guess what? What happens when these things are removed? And they don't even need to be removed. We need 10, 20 people like Nassim Haramin and Dr. Joe Dispenza, which I love we're bringing up because I'm working with the Residence Academy a little bit, helping them. Yeah, I want to talk about your Egypt experience before this is over. Too. Oh, yeah. And so everybody out there, Dakota's the truth. I just convinced them to do like 21 bucks a month for membership for their stuff. So go sign up right now. It's the best. Um, it's, you know, I went through the whole thing and you have the community and it's a very loving, open community. But the thing is, What's possible when we start working together? You know, I'm always hashtagging teamer. So, you know, where do you see the possibility of the planet going? Like, you know, you get 20 people working together because when I'm in talking to you and I'm talking to Nassim, you know, and we're in Egypt, for us, it's like the new earth is here now. We yeah. have free energy. We have, uh, f- you know, food, Monsanto. So we could go, we could talk for years about Monsanto or we could just build the solution and be like, cool, aware nope solution and then share the solution and this is what's going to build it and i think that we're so lucky because we're going to be living in times where there's clean everything and we're going to choose it consciously but we got to get out of the fear state first we got to open up to collaboration we got to open up so how do you see it going let's say you know we start working together and this starts to fan off but what do you see for the future in a positive light for possibilities I mean, I see, I, I see amazing future. I mean, I mean, again, you know, I do see the AI thing is a problem. There's, there's, you know, how that works, you know, Rex, the, when we, when I did that show, you mentioned with Gerald, Matt and Rex, you know, we talked about that at the end. It was an amazing show, by the way, you know, a lot of people watched it, it was a really deep show. Um, and unfortunately we lost Gerald because he had bandwidth issues in Mexico, but um, I still think that the AI pro- is a problem. I don't know how it's going to go to where it's going to go. You know, I always bring up what Ray Kurzweil has said, which, you know, we're so close. Ray Kurzweil has predicted that singularity would happen by 2033, right? Which is the emergence of humanity and machine, you know, the AI, you know, becoming part of us. It's very clear that the controlling forces of this planet, and again, you you mentioned the Illuminati, the, the NWO, the transhumanist, the globalist, the cabal, there's so many names for them, whatever. Um, but they're clearly pushing this androgynous AI human. Okay. Now I don't know what that is the big picture for a lot of people say, well, you know, and this can kind of get into my books and stuff, you know, cause I make a lot of arguments with a lot of scientific data. I mean, it's very clear that they are making men weak. Okay. They are suppressing masculinity. They are emasculating men. They're lowering natural testosterone. They're natu- lowering thyroid hormone. They're lowering, you know, the whole hypothalamic testicular axis. I mean, they're basically making men feminized, okay? It's in all the culture. It's in Hollywood. It's in, again, media and entertainment. It's not hard, as you know, to go out into a major city and look around and see dudes that look like women, right? You know, they have high-pitched voices. They're in their early 20s. You know, it's 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 it, this is what's happening. So, if you extrapolate that and where they're going with it, then, you know, to me, they want a society that is easily controlled. I think it's, it's pretty simple that that's, that's where they're going. But to what you're saying, is there good stuff happening? Yes, because there's never been a better in time in our history, at least in this timeline, right. That we know of where technology was so great and we have this ability to create, to consciously co-create so many amazing things, you know, disease cures, um, sustainable lives and living and, 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 and all these great things, alternative energy sources and fuel sources and all these things. I mean, it's all there. We know that. Right. But there's this still, there's this, like I said, this ruling Illuminati class that wants to hold on. It seems like to the old power line, you know, which is obviously fossil fuels and, you know, depopulating and deforesting and doing all these things that are bad. So I just don't know if it's just going to be, you know, like what Shane said, where we're going to have like, me and you going down this path and the AI people going down that path, or is there going to be, you know, a, a, a line in the sand and, and a war or a revolution or, or some sort of uprising? Hopefully it'll be a conscious uprising where that whole old school model just goes away completely, you know? And that's what I don't know. I can't answer that question. I mean, I, again, I can only go by what I see by the technology, by the push from the people that are in control. Um, but, you know, 
you know, to answer your question, yeah, dude, it's great times and it's amazing times. I mean, it's like I tell people every day, it's like I have friends from all parts of the world. I have people, there's probably more people that know who I am in Thailand and Singapore and Indonesia because of my books and the movement that I have than people that know me in America. So, I mean, like, you know, 60 years ago or 80 years ago, that was not possible. You know, so all this technology is a blessing. It's just, again, how do you utilize it? You know, you definitely, in my opinion, you cannot wake up in the morning and go on to CNN.com or FoxNews.com and read that stuff and make that a part of your life. You know, it should never even be a concern. Again, if you're going to be successful, and again, success is defined in a million different ways, but to me, success is by loving, to try and, you know, be seeking spiritual alignment, walking the path, becoming more Christ-like, then you cannot be connected to the mainstream. You just cannot. You have to go about your life and just do your thing. Now, obviously, there's going to be times where you have to be a part of it, right? Because whatever you do in your life, there's probably, you know, information you need to know. And so you are going to have to be hooked into the matrix for certain things, but just don't make it a, a part. You know, it cannot be a fixation. It cannot be like, you know, I check the news twice a day on my computer and I come home at night after my job and I put my kids to bed and I watch two hours of Fox. I mean, you cannot do that stuff. This is, you have to choose to do things again in service to others that are not hooked into the mainstream. Again, this is just my opinion, but that's how you truly are going to rise above and have your soul evolve. And I do believe that everybody's soul is evolving faster right now. And that may be due to cosmic energy. You know, that may be something that Nassim can talk about, you know, with the Residence Academy and stuff like that. But like, there's definitely, this is definitely a weird not weird. It's a good, it's good, but it's an interesting time in our, um, in, in our species evolution with all the cosmic energy that's coming across the universe right now. And that's again, why all this DNA changing is happening and why people are able to kind of wake up and be like, wow, you know, I don't have to live this way. Or I don't have to you know, be who I thought I had to be. So yeah, I, I mean, my answer to you is that time, dude, it's just, I still don't understand actual and thinking it out you know, what is going to happen with what they want to happen, which is, again, the human becoming AI. I don't know if that's good or bad. Mm. I mean, I think it's bad, but I don't know for sure. All right, guys, that wraps up part one with the man, Jay Campbell. I hope that you enjoyed that episode. We're going to dive even deeper, if that's at all possible, um, in part two. Uh, Jay is, like I said, he uh, runs the Dakotas of Truth on Facebook. He's, you know, constantly talking to Rex Bear from the Leak Project and uh, the the Dakotas of Truth podcast. So really fascinating podcast, you know, really, really deep stuff over there. So I highly recommend checking out those groups. Um, If you like this episode, leaving a review, sharing it with your friends, checking out our sponsors at mattbelair.com slash store is great. And just want to send you tons of love, tons of gratitude for, you know, who you are and, and, uh, you know, wanting to better yourself, listening to podcasts like Bliss. Um, Just wanted to send you love and support through the airwaves, you know, nothing... Nothing too crazy about it. Just want you to feel loved and supported by me, and and that's it. So one person can love you. Um, if nobody else does, hopefully it's not just me. Hopefully it's uh, it's other people too. Um, yeah, and I think that's it. I'm gonna keep it short because I got some things to do tonight. And uh, um, if you want to go to check out mapbelair.com, you can sign up for the email list and all that kind of stuff. So I've already said that stuff before, but. So here we go. Before we close it, just want to invite you to come to a state of peace and coherence. And all you need to do anytime, anywhere is just take in three deep breaths. Let all the cares and all the worries of the day just fade. So wherever you are, just set the intention to come to peace and coherence. Taking a deep breath in through your nose. Imagining powerful white, gold, and platinum crystal light filling your entire being. Hold that breath and just let it out slowly. Take it another deep breath in through your nose and then just see this powerful light from the universe coming down. Pulsing through every cell and every muscle of your being and see the energy from the earth come up through your feet, supporting you, giving you loving, vibrant energy and mixing in the center of your heart as you continue this deep, relaxing breathing. And now as you continue this breathing, I just want you to imagine one thing that you're grateful for. Just fill up yourself with gratitude for one thing as you begin to feel this gratitude I want you to double that feeling of gratitude and double that feeling of gratitude once more and as you allow this feeling of gratitude to expand through every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being I want you to send that energy out to your friends to your family 
to your community, to the entire planet. Just see, just send love and gratitude and your best wishes to all beings on the planet. And I'm sending that energy to you, all of my love, all of my support, all of my gratitude. Is sending that to you now, wishing you all of the best. And as you send that energy out to all beings on the planet, I want you to see it come back to you tenfold, a thousandfold, and give, give yourself some love and gratitude and peace and forgiveness if you need it. Be nice to yourself. Make a commitment now to love yourself, to be kind to yourself. You know, I'm asking you to be loving and kind to yourself and uh, do your best with that. And just allow yourself to feel that love, deep love for yourself, knowing that you are powerful, you can create your reality, you are worthy and whole just as you are. So thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you in part two with Jay Campbell.